Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. And go over to Powerslam.tv right now. Not only get your free trial, get a free 30-day trial with my promo code BFPWFREE. It's all caps. B like big. F like foot. P like pro. W like wrestling. And then F-R-E-E as in free. BFPWFREE. Get your free 30-day trial today. Folks, this is the L Train, and this is this week's edition of the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. Man, we're episode number 95. This is the start of a new year, which means it's the start of a new season of the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. Season number three starts today, January the 7th, 2019. And a happy new year, everyone. It's just me tonight, Mrs. Clams, the hot and sexy one is uh, off doing other things uh, with some family stuff. And uh, she's got the night off, according to her contract, as usual. But anyway, been a great weekend. Started off Friday night. Pizza and Wrestle Kingdom. Got myself a nice uh, thin crust veggie uh, for me and Mrs. Clams. And then Nick had a uh, pepperoni. But anyway, watched Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Wow was blown away by the card my only issue with the card is that big uh intermission from that uh beginning match to the next one but it is what it is and that's no real big deal i could fast forward through it but uh got through it without any glitches on the new japan uh, app which was really fun and uh got to the show and watched the whole thing without having any spoilers so um really appreciated that um uh, too many highlights to probably even talk about, but the main event was freaking incredible. Omega defending the belt against uh, Tanahashi, and uh, all I could say is wow, and that's uh, what uh, the one at Beast Mode Manny Manny texted me after that match ended, uh, but really enjoyed the whole thing. Love seeing Jericho. He looked uh, like he was even in better shape uh, than he was last time, really getting ready for the match, and uh, Love the long hair look to Jericho again, but Naito just uh, kicking ass. And then uh, the Seahawks couldn't quite come through. It was a great night, though. Uh, That day I cleaned up the garage, got it all spiffied up after Christmas, everything put away, and um, made some veggie cheese enchiladas with some green sauce, and then uh, watched the Hawks. Couldn't quite come through, but uh, it is what it is. Another great season. Nice to see him back in the playoffs after last year's uh, debacle. And, um, you know, 
they fought hard. They were just a little outmatched. Um, I think the offensive coordinator called some strange plays, but uh, I like the offensive coordinator. Um, I think he did a great job all year. They just kind of tried to keep battling that front, but who the hell am I? I'm just a you know armchair quarterback over here when those guys are really in it. But uh, thank you to the Seahawks for another great season, uh, another great uh, entertaining uh, season. Um, look forward to next year and for now on, or not for now on, but for now, the rest of this NFL season, and I think Mrs. Clams would agree, go Saints. And then, just real quick, I want to address Nick Radford and Jacob Beckett, the issue that's going on between them, kind of pulling me in. Nick and I have had some words on Twitter recently, but whatever. I'm just going to be the bigger man and uh, the better man and say I would just like to have you both on the show again, whether it's one-on-one or all three of us either sitting down if no one, you know, if everyone can promise not to be violent or we can just do it over Skype or I can just Skype you both in and uh, we'll do a nice little interview and we'll do it a special edition of the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast and uh, let you guys kind of air your differences, your grievances and uh, get this all out in the open for everyone and I invite you both to come on anytime. Just let me know. Let's try to work it out. I know it'll probably be an issue trying to get you both at the same time in the same place in the same, you know, airtime. But it is what it is. And I invite you both to uh, do that. Anyway, let's get to this week. First, we're going to talk a little without a cause with our good friend Max. I will be at that show on the 13th of January. It's a Sunday, 4 p.m. bell time. And I can't wait for that. Going to be there. I know Mrs. Clam is going to be there with me. Philip and some friends, and I think Nick at Around Seattle on Twitter is going to be there, and uh, we'll see who else uh, we can get in the building for that. But listen to uh, me and Max talk a little without a cause, what was going to happen and what's happening now. And then from ECCW, Scotty Mack and a friend, come on, we talk ECCW, Ballroom Ball 11, January the 11th, January the 12th. It's a Friday and Saturday night. They're going to get down, and uh, it's a great two days of wrestling. Scotty Mack is going to wrestle a match where his career's on the line, and depending on what happens on night one, his wife's career may be on the line also, and that's at the Commodore Commodore Ballroom, January the 11th, Saturday the 12th, and uh, get your tickets now, eccw.com. Also, uh, there was, there is tickets left for Without a Cause Wrestling. Just go over to uh, Facebook or Twitter, put in Without a Cause, find them, follow them. You can get where your get your tickets to those that show also. And then um, also, want to thank my guests this week. I'll be announcing what's coming up in the next uh, weeks for my podcast this week on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, just kind of pay attention, see what's going on there. And then, um, what else do I want to say? Uh, listen to all the podcasts, this podcast, each and every one, BigfootProWrestling.com. You can uh, stream them there. You can download them there. You su- can subscribe to the, the page. You can also go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And then also, on the webpage, check out Guy photography he's got some new uh photos up recently from the recent project 42 show and the recent 321 battle show uh 
pajama jammy jam and uh, check those out now and i'm the all train at rat league extreme on twitter and instead of leaving the station i just want to say rest in peace mean gene hey our friends over at nacho mamas are back running a full full week back to work after the holidays and uh this wednesday black raven brewing redmond four to eight thursday optimism brewing on capitol hill five to nine friday no boat brewing and snoqualmie four to eight and then the weekend saturday Carn brewing and kenmore four to eight sunday ridgecrest public house and shoreline five to eight check out all the specials all the locations at nachomamaseattle.com here are the specials karate nachos fontina cheese sauce jalapeno hummus smoked carrots arugula and lemon aioli carrot ginger soup topped with pistachios available vegan or with marinated pork belly mm. jalapeno hummus and chips i love jalapeno hummus and chips carrot cake blondie with cream cheese frosting dude we couldn't do this podcast without these folks over at nacho mamas at nacho mamas s e a on twitter at nacho mamas seattle on instagram and also facebook and uh just always remember hashtag nachos and beer Hey man, this is the L Train, and we're back. And uh, I am lucky enough to be honored once again with his presence here on the podcast. The man with the the vision up in Everett right now with the Without a Cause, and uh, they'll be back January the thirteenth, New Year. Who dis? Max, how's it going tonight, brother? I'm doing well, Lyle, and how are you, dude? I'm doing really good, man. It's a uh, it's a uh, you know day after New Year's. Went to work today couple of the doctors that i work for called in sick so and a couple of them were on vacation so it got really slow so i got to go home early being the second senior person so i came (laughs) home and you know basically wasted my time for a few hours till uh mrs clams came home and i uh got ready to do this thing man Uh, what's up with you tonight you know just uh just hanging out um gearing up for new year who dis uh on january 13th i i definitely appreciate you having me on the podcast again um i know that maybe your listeners might be getting sick of me but uh i'm never leaving so there (laughs) (laughs) no no we're gonna burn it into them that everett on sundays uh once every uh, month or two or however you're gonna be doing it if it keeps going we don't know we don't know what's going on from here out we just know yeah, that there's a show on January 13th, so uh, hopefully a few people will listen to this and we'll get a few more of uh, those seats uh, filled for you, my brother. Yeah, well, um, I, I can let you know that we have two more shows guaranteed, um, February 24th and March 24th. Mm. Uh, February's, uh, February's name for the event, we don't have Marches yet, is With Love, comma, W-A-C-X-O-X-O. <laughs> well, that's very fitting for... A February show, right? For a February show, right? So uh, I'm I'm happy to give you that little uh, that little piece of meat there. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that very much. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, good thing I got my phone on vibrate here because it's suddenly exploding. Uh, friends calling me here. Let me get rid of that real quick. If I was Steve Austin, I would owe everyone a beer or something, right? 
right? <laughs> but but I'm not, and I can't afford that many beers. So uh, thank you for that little tidbit for February and March. I really appreciate that. Are those going to be Sunday shows? Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're going to be running Sundays until the uh, near future. Uh, we might be trying to run a Saturday show uh, in in the spring, uh, but we we just don't know yet. Dude, I appreciate those Sunday four o'clock bell times, dude. I really do because I can get up to Everett. You know, I live down in Auburn, and uh, I can get up there. We can check out the show, be out of there. You know, at a six thirty seven o'clock whenever the show may end, and uh, still be home uh, by eight o'clock. Sit down, watch my stories a little bit, you know, and then uh, head to bed. And I, I really like that, man. So uh, thank you for the uh, start times at four o'clock. I think a lot of people appreciate that from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, that, that that is one of the things that we've uh, we're, we're going to keep regardless of which day we do it. Uh, we're going to try and do midday. Um, you know, a lot of people don't, especially on a Sunday, they don't want to be out until you know nine or ten or eleven at night. Uh, so being right in the middle of the pack, and then uh, if we do sun or if we do Saturdays, you know, we're kind of avoiding a lot of you know late night stuff. You can come to our show come and do some pre-gaming at our after party and then go to whatever you're you're doing at the you know at, at the end of the night <laughs> and uh we were planning on attending a little pre pre-funk magic before that show and where is that uh show that's uh, kind of helping sponsor you guys for the after show absolutely our uh, our, our our first half main event sponsor is tony v's garage in downtown everett they host concerts and concerts and concerts and shows and uh, you know they do they do all all a whole bunch of stuff they routinely have you know 250 300 people in there doing uh you know not only rock music and like reggae music it's kind of an eclectic group of uh of music uh and, and musicians that pass through tony v's garage and we're very happy uh that they jumped on to uh, help sponsor new year who dis on january 13th very nice and uh Thanks for them. I think myself, Mrs. Clams, Philip, uh, three two one tie guy, and uh, maybe Manny and a few other people are gonna meet up there before the show, get our little funk on, walk the two minutes down the street or whatever it might be. I heard it's really close. Oh, super close. Super close. We can get a parking spot early, go have a little fun, have a little couple cokes and some fries, and then uh, come back to the show and just have a great time. Yeah, make, yeah. Make sure that you tell them that uh, that you're with, uh, you know, that you're without, you know, you're with the without a cause troop <laughs> uh, to, you know, not only put us over, but to make sure that they know that that their sponsorship is going towards good money. Oh, we definitely will, because I'm pretty sure anyone uh, that's going to be with me will have wrestling shirts on, you know, hats, and uh, they'll know where we're coming they'll from, know. and we'll good. definitely <laughs> announce it that uh, we're. Here to support Without a Cause, your business, and the one and only Max. Absolutely. Thank you much, so much, my friend. <laughs> hey, I just want to ask you, you know, a few things about the show here. There were some changes that had to happen. You know, you had a couple people booked or one or two people booked. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, those folks, great for them, got uh, signed on to bigger and better things. And uh, how does that work out behind the scenes, uh, if you don't mind me asking? All of a sudden, you had this person or two. You got to change it. You got to find someone else. And uh, how's that all work? So I'll, I'll I'll even pull pull back the uh, the guys a little bit further. Uh, for January, we had we we were, we only wanted to do like one or two names, right? We we only wanted to bring in like a PCO or uh, like an Abyss or 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 something of that caliber, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jordan Grace fell into our lap. 
and uh, we we uh, we got on the horn with her and and had her all confirmed and everything. Um, ECCW also uh, was going to use her, and unfortunately, well, not unfortunately for her, obviously, unfortunately right. for us, right. she signed with Impact and has to be in Mexico though those dates. So a that kind of sucks. Uh, it would have been like. Uh, Jordan Grace is probably the best women's wrestler on the planet right now, um, and, especially on the, especially on the independent. And you should know, you've had a couple great ladies at your show. So yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and you know, I've I've seen I've seen a lot of of, of uh, talent come through. You know, the Washington area with not only without a cause, but three to one battle and Defy. Uh, so right. there's there's definitely a lot of people who come in and and do. Uh, who bring in, you know, top-notch talent. But I thought getting Jordan Grace, mm. you know, and having her debut here in Washington for us was, was going to be such a huge uh, such a huge boon for us and for her. Uh, but we're kind of, we're still renegotiating that. So once she dropped out, um, for a great reason, like, I, we're, we're not upset at all. We're very happy for her success. Um, we realized, hey, well, PCO is probably the hottest independent rising star. Well, not rising star. One of the hottest independent stars at the time, yes, uh, and still is. Uh, so we reached out to him. He confirmed. Um, ECCW was using him, uh, was booking him on the twelfth anyway for mm-hmm. their uh, ballroom brawl eleven, which is on January eleventh and twelfth. So a a lot of wrestling that weekend, by the way. Um, and uh, so we we reached out to him, and he confirmed. And then we started hearing all the all the news that hey. Uh, PCO signed her with Art, with Ring of Honor. I'm like, well, shit. Uh, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, unfortunately, uh, getting uh, getting through to him uh, sometimes is, is a little hard because he uh, he is uh, all over the place. He's very very busy. So yeah. trying to confirm that he was pulling out of our show was was uh, kind of a stressful moment. And then the minute that we heard that he had dropped uh, ECCW, obviously Ring of Honor is very, very high on him and they don't want him to get hurt. Right. Uh, so having him on two shows or two shows in a weekend right before supposed to be, uh, sp- supposing to be in Peoria, Illinois, or Peoria, yeah, Peoria, Illinois, I think. <laughs> um, that is, you know, that's, that's the, that's just the way of life. Yep. So, uh, we dug deep and we reached out to Ace Romero and Darby Allen and nice. Darby was like, absolutely, I'll come in. Uh, but you know, you need to give me a challenge. I'm like, okay. And then Ace Romero was <laughs> super easy to deal with. Super, super, uh, super in, in and out, like three or four messages and we got his plane ticket and he's on his way. Well, congratulations for, you know, a young promoter like yourself. You've done a few shows, but you've done a whole lot more. Everyone knows that. But, uh, to be able to, you know, deal with that, come back from it, still grab some folks, get them in there, and uh, still putting on a top-notch, fabulous card. Congratulations to you, Max. Hey, thank you, and and, and you know, it's it, it's definitely not just me. There's a uh, there's a without a cause group. Um, a couple of people that I can that I can say are part of the group are are. Uh, uh, Brittany Marie, who is uh, one of the best referees in the area, she yes. she helps with talent acquisition and talent scouting and all that good stuff. Uh, she also helps put together the match cards. Uh, uh, Dave Turner, not only is he a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a wonderful talent scout, but he's also uh, he it has a ring that we use that we love oh. uh, that we take very good care of. 
Um, and uh, he's been helping a lot with uh, that and kind of just overall wrestling knowledge because I'm, I'm, I was never in the backstage, uh, as it were, with, with the wrestlers, so I don't, I don't know how they talk or et cetera, et cetera, so I'm learning a lot from him. And then obviously uh, my, my, my business business partner, Chris Ross, who is known in the area mm-hmm. as, uh, as Bowler, uh, as one, of the, one half of the bowlers nice. uh, from WrestlePro, uh, trained by uh, a couple of local guys in the area, and uh, has been doing wonderful things since, uh, since or before starting Whack with me, and then obviously uh, with Whack, this has been uh, quite the journey so far. That's Whack, yo. It's whack. You know, I, I made that joke <laughs> two seconds after we put in all of the licensing information. I'm like, oh, shit. No, no. It's Is good. this going to work with us? I'm like, oh, yep, it, it's fine. No, no. It kind of just gets in your brain a yeah. little bit and just hooks in there. Can I ask you real quick about rings? Yes. Dude, you, you know, you said you, you're using uh, Dave Turner's ring. Yep. Dude, how tough is it to get a ring for a show and... To get your own ring, is it very expensive? Uh, well, I mean that's something one, a fan has no idea about. Yeah, I mean rings are expensive. They require a lot of maintenance. Um, thankfully, uh, because it lives with Dave Turner, um, he takes care of it because he's <laughs> he's always working out and always training in it. Um, so it's it's the best of the best. But well, it uh, must be tough if Dave Turner's landing on that shit. Uh, right, uh, that's what I was saying. Like it it. It's been uh, shown at a couple of other shows. I know that Defy used it for their Defy Now show, uh, the one that was in the second half All right. of the Washington Hall. Yep. It's also been shown at the uh, tattoo show that happens uh, every couple of year, or every year. Uh, that like three, two, one was oh, there uh, last year down there in Belltown area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I know that like Brian Cage wrestled in it, and then we've had a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of talent wrestling it for without a cause, and they all they all love it. So Cage, another happy. monster landing on that thing, and it survived. Right. Uh, so yeah, rings <laughs> rings are expensive. They're anywhere from twenty five hundred to five grand, depending on uh, all the bells and whistles. We have a we have what is called a low boy a low boy ring. Um, that is just because it's it's a shorter ring. But um, and, a, and a little smaller, but it's actually it works for exactly what we need, and I think it fits right. into the Romano Lodge uh, perfectly. Well, yeah, because you need it a little farther down. You know that the ceiling's not that high at that place. It's a great, great venue. If you haven't been there, by the way, um, I was at the uh, first uh, show. Great, great venue. I thought Darby was going to kill himself for a minute, but he didn't. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense that you'd get a lower ring. I think I've seen that recently at Washington Hall, maybe too. Not, I don't know if it's that ring, but them seeming like it's a little lower than it was when they first started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. I haven't been. Uh, I know that the progress show they had they had their usual ring. So nice, nice, nice. So uh, who's the one and only uh, Darby Allen going to be seeing out at this show? Has that been announced yet, sir? Yeah, um, it, it looks like uh, it looks like Darby Allen and Dave Turner have been going back and forth online. Yeah. And, uh, we're gonna go ahead and and slate that for the main event for New New Year Who Dis on January thirteenth. Those two are going to tear each other apart. That seems scary. A big giant of a man like Dave Turner, the black sheep, you know. And then Darby's not that big, but he's insane, and he oh, uses his body as a weapon. 
He's spooky. Very spooky. So to see those guys go one-on-one, I've never seen it. I don't know if it's happened before at 3-2-1 battle or anything. Off the top of my head, I have no idea. So look forward to uh, seeing that. What else can you let us know about that uh, show? As this uh, podcast release releases, it's uh, Monday, and we'll be seeing the show this Sunday. Oh, perfect. Uh, well, so we, we, we do have um, everything outside of, like, two matches announced so i'll go ahead and run down the card okay yes sir may i ask questions maybe yes absolutely (laughs) i'm just kidding go ahead (laughs) so uh we have travis williams golden boy travis williams um he will be facing dj z uh who is now the hottest free agent on the pro uh, independent wrestling market after being uh, after cutting ties with Impact Wrestling, oh. so he will be looking to not only make a name for himself out here, but also maybe uh, gaining the interest of all eyes, uh, all eyes needed. You know, right? And you might get him to an exclusive deal with without a cause. You know, that might just happen. I might, I, I might dig deep in my pockets and and, <laughs> and go and go from there. Well, let uh, let me know if I need to make a twenty dollar donation or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, we will have a fatal four-way. Uh, it will be Gar- uh, it will be Eli Surge, who is a local up in Canada. Um, very, very good. Very happy to bring him down. Um, we will have the returning kingpin Johnny Flynn, who is one half of the Bowlers uh, that I spoke about earlier. Yes, we have Guillermo Rosas, who has been uh, <gasps> who is tagged with Sonico. Yeah, and. Rounding out that match will be Ace Romero, AC Baby. I'm <laughs> AC very Baby. excited to be. I'm very excited to be bringing in Ace Romero. I don't believe he's wrestled here in Washington, um, and I know for a fact that he is larger than life, and he's going to make everybody go holy hell. How can this guy move as quick as he does? I don't even know how you have any money for the rest of this card now. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Well. That's the hope. Uh, let's uh, let's get them seats sold. Let's go. Um, Buy the seats, baby. Uh, we have a singles match in classic Cody Chun. Oh. Versus the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. Um, I met Alex Cruz down in Portland. No, sorry, Hermiston. Uh, oh. When I ring announced for Prestige Wrestling in October, yes, a couple weeks before our show. Did you wear a suit for that and a tie? I did. Very nice, very nice. That's professional. That's how you roll, brother. Absolutely. You wouldn't I that that was number one. I'm like, anybody who does ring announcing has to wear a suit. Unless um, you're Miggs, I guess, you know. Uh well. He's punk rock though. Miggs is punk rock. Uh <laughs> anyway. he's a pain, pain in my ass. That's what he is. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah. Never mind. Go, but, ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we have we have classic Cody Chun and uh the Aztec warrior Alex Cruz coming in to do some battle. Um, I admire Alex Cruz a whole bunch because he has a show in Louisiana the night before, and he's leaving right after our show. So uh, big ups to him for coming in and out. <laughs> Gosh, man. That's got to be rough. they got to come in, head back to the port, head on out. It's like, yep. man, that's crazy stuff. That's the, peop- that's the shit people don't think about, right? No. Like yourself no. and people in it understand that but you're like why is you know this guy have this match so early he seems the main event well he's got to get to a plane to get down to texas or so, you know something like right. that gotta gotta get to the next town brother, brother. So, uh, <laughs> um then we will have our first half main event which will be uh which will be uh brought to you by tony v's garage uh, we mentioned them that they are their sponsor for our first half main event. Yeah, uh, they have wonderful food. They just updated their kitchen and their menu, so 
the culinary options there are going to be unmatched. Let's go spend uh, some money there, people. Please do. They're they're great. Uh, and then uh, so they graciously. Um, are sponsoring the Extra Talented versus the Strays match. Um, Extra Talented, if you don't know, is Ricky Starks and Aaron Solo. Um, and the Strays are obviously Judas Icarus mm. and Elliot Tyler, Icky and Ellie. Those uh, filthy Strays. Those those kids, they come in and they're... They're beggars. I, I, I don't know what happened. I, I can't... The crowd loves them, so I can't not have them on the show. So I have to be very careful about like where I allow them. And I now I hear that they're going to hitchhike all the way down to Prestige on That's, February twenty second. I saw that. That's insane. These guys, how, I don't know how they do it, man. They they obviously know how to take fifty cents or a dollar and make it they last a little bit. Make it stretch right. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, I will say this: went to the first whack show without a cause. I didn't know what the hell these guys were doing out front. I didn't know they were wrestlers. I was like, what is going on here? The, what's going on here in Everett? We have a bunch of strays. We have a bunch of beggars out front of our little venue here. Yeah, and I, I felt I felt like my coffers were a little lighter after the first show, the first and second show. Ah. And I think they've been digging into my money. I think so I'll, they I'll, might. I'll, 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 have to, I'll have to take a... I'll have to have a chat with them when they come in for, uh, for January. I do know... That they're leaving tonight, so getting here in eleven days shouldn't be a problem. Oh my gosh, I don't know how they do it, man. They must have sore feet. Uh, I mean, they do have one shoe between the both of them. <laughs> um, we I, have. I didn't know that. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I mean, Judas Eckers has has apparently lost his wrestling boots, and uh, Ellie wanted to make sure that he could. Uh, you know, he could hit like one footed moonsaults and stuff. So he wants to wear a one shoe. I'm like, okay, well go ahead. Is there a place where we can all donate to these fellas to help them get some wrestling gear? Uh, absolutely. Go to whackprowrestling.com and buy some tickets. There you go. <laughs> the more, the more people there, the, big, the, 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 the bigger the payout, the bigger, the, the, the better the gear. How about that? Nice, nice, nice. What's up next, my man? We have a unsanctioned match, uh -oh. um, something that I'm very worried to be allowing to happen. Um, I don't want I don't want any of our referees in uh, 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 to touch it. So we're bringing in a uh, we're bringing in a special referee. You may know him from Three Two One Battle. It's referee Chris Samuels. Yes. Um, so he will be the uh, the enforcer for that match. Um, if if I'm going to say that right. Um, you may have seen about two or three weeks ago, uh, Chris Ross, cool dad, Chris Ross, uh, he attacked Sonico after making, you know, a big fanfare of Sonico coming to without a cause finally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it appears that, uh, Chris Ross is just not very happy with all the, all the fanfare and all the, all the, the popularity that Sonico has in the area and wants to teach him a lesson. So I'm giving them without a cause is giving them the ring but we're not going to do. We're we're not. We're turning a blind eye. Whatever they want to do with that with that mat, with that fight, that that is up to them. So this is an unsanctioned match by without a cause. A uh, special referee coming in, and it's basically may not have any rules. I I don't know. Um, it, you don't know. We, we we have we have this referee coming in. Um, obviously, I know him. I've prepped him on what these two have done. 
Um, so he's going to allow it to go as far as humanly possible without without causing without calling for the match. So we'll we'll see on January thirteenth. Oh my gosh, man! This card, whatever you paid, it's already worth the price. That's what I'm saying. And oh. then obviously we do have the main event, which is Darby Allen versus the Black Sheep, Dave Turner. Oh God! But also appearing, we do have Steve Miggs and more local celebrity. Miggs, local celebrity, the guy that never makes the poster, Max. Yep. Well, he's he's not paying me off. Um, <laughs> he's not bringing. You know, he 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 is all hubbub about you know making sure that he's you know featured and whatnot. So we told him in February he will be on the poster. Is that in writing? That is absolutely in writing. You can go back on my tweets and read it. <laughs> Uh, so we have Steve Miggs uh, showing up. We do have Chase James, one of the oh. hardest working, uh, the hardest working Pacific Northwest wrestler I know. Um, drives thousands of miles every month to make sure that uh, he gets his training and his matches in. I may have heard of that guy. It, 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 he may be the guy I just talked to last week on this very own podcast. Ah, uh, see, I haven't checked it out because it's not up on Stitcher yet. Or it wasn't up on Stitcher yesterday. Uh, that's because I jacked it up the first time I uh, tried. You know, I'm my own editor, podcast host, you know, everything. And I didn't hit the proper button, Max. See, you know, oh. you called me out on the podcast. I screwed it up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I. Uh, if it's not working on your, uh, on your uh, app or Stitcher, take it out, reload it, and it should work. And I apologize to everyone will do i'll probably listen to that tonight while i uh while i go to bed and, and play some games night chase james chase james Super um, we good have guy. the professional indie wrestler pitfall jones he will be showing up whipping everybody into shape um and then also uh not last but definitely not least <laughs> is ring of honor dojo uh member vinnie pacifico um, very happy to bring in this this young young kid uh, to to show up and do whatever. Uh, we don't know quite quite what uh, those four or more are doing, so uh, we'll we'll know more day of. I guarantee. Um, but I'm very happy to bring in uh, Vinny Pacifico. He's uh, a native of, I believe, he's based out of New York and wrestles a lot on the East Coast. Um, obviously, you guys know uh, Pitfall Jones and Chase James, and then obviously. You guys have all all heard how much Steve Miggs talks. Mm. So uh, those those are the final announcements that we have for January 13th's New Year Who Dis. Tickets available at WACProWrestling.com, or you can go to our Facebook, uh, Twitter, just search Without a Cause. We're there. Man, I can't wait to be at this. It's going to be a fabulous show. Great talents, great wrestlers, great match card. Uh, super cool guy. Uh that promotes this. I don't know if you know him. His name's Max. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, uh, dude, stop uh, putting me over. I'm. 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 I. I don't need it. <laughs> all right. Well, how about this? I had uh, recently saw that you guys were going to go in the studio and voice over the last uh, episode of uh, Whack. Is that true? Yes. Uh, my my friend Jeremy Tate, uh, who is known as James Vanderbeek, uh, he came in and uh, did some over uh, voiceover stuff for our. Uh, WAC 2, WAC Volume 2, Shadow of the System. Um, part of it, w one little bit of it got um, corrupted, which is fine, uh, but I'm going to fix it and get it up online soon. 
those first two shows will be free on YouTube. Nice. Um, if you do go back and watch the first show, watch it without without sound because our commentary track is god awful. It's just bad. <laughs> the sound the sound quality is is what makes it bad. Um, but I do urge you to go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can just search "Without a Cause Wrestling" or "A Seat at the Table," and you can see all of the matches. I know that the uh, Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly match that we oh, had yeah. is oh, up yeah. to like one point seven thousand views, which is incredible. Fabulous match! Fabulous uh, match! We only have like, I think we have like nine subscribers right now. So, uh, you know, do uh, you know g- getting that times you know five hundred is great in views. So, <laughs> well. Uh, hopefully I can help out, get a few more uh, subscribers over there on the YouTube uh, channel. And, uh, dude, thank you so much for coming on here, letting us know about your uh, upcoming shows, your past shows, and uh, everything else you do. And, um, damn, there was something else I was going to ask you, but now I can't remember, of course, because I'm, I'm free-willing this, man. I don't even have notes. I'm just winging it here. But... Uh, any last thoughts on this show before I let you go tonight? You know this uh, this show is truly kind of a coming of uh, coming of age for us. Our first two shows really uh, was to establish that we can put on a wrestling show. We have the ability, the physical ability, to do so with the crew that we have. This is really our big kind of. I, I want to say grand opening. So I do encourage you guys to all go get tickets. Uh, there will be uh, there will be tickets sold at the door. Um, but if you uh, if you order them now or buy them online, there's a five uh, you save five dollars. Um, if you are a Normana Lodge member, you get five dollars off at the door, which basically takes away all the fees. So make sure that if you uh, do are a member of the Normana Lodge, you do uh, just come up to the box office at the show and come on in uh, for your uh, for your tickets. It, it's going to be an incredible show. Um, in ring wise, I think the show will probably eclipse everything that we've ever done, um, and it will come close to. It's, to everything that's ever been happened that's happened in Washington, where you're going to have a lot of uh, folks there that can't wait to uh, see what happens. Myself, Mrs. Clams, Philip, three, two, one, tie guy. Yep. You know, Manny. I think is going to be there. A couple other people that I know of, uh, Nick around Seattle. But uh, is there going to be merch at this show? And is there a way to get merch online right now? So we are working um, on getting another printout of shirts. Nice. Uh, we do have hats and shirts that will be available. Hats. Uh, I do have a couple hats left. Uh, they're trucker style hats or baseball caps. Nice. Um, they will be available. The wax shirts will also be available. Um, uh, just like at the other two shows, the merch is sold before, during intermission. Sorry, before the show, during intermission, and after the show um, for about ten or fifteen minutes because we need to you know clean up and get everybody out there. Right. Um, but during intermission, we do it very PWG style where everybody kinds of puts their puts their merch up on the ring and sells it from there. And it's been doing gangbusters. I know that uh, I know that Effie did well here, and I know that Holiday and Thunder Rosa also did well. So uh, we're very happy to be able to bring these talents out and continue bringing those talents out. But we need you to come to the show. So make sure you pick up your tickets at WACProWrestling.com or show up on January 13th at the Romana Lodge in downtown Everett, one block away from Funko, and come and see the best independent wrestling show Washington has ever seen. It's one block from Funko? One block from Funko. It might be two blocks. I one might one. to two block from Funko, people. Yep. And how and are you? Open. 
And how are you after getting drilled on that last show, by the way? You know, Eddie Osborne, we we were going to make a post about this. Eddie Osborne has, has uh, he's been very quiet about his involvement with me uh, at, at Chatter the System. Um, right now, we have a quiet suspension uh, levied mm. upon him. Um, we have reached out to him privately, uh, but uh, I don't. I don't think that we'll be seeing Eddie Osborne too soon. But you know, he wasn't supposed to be on the second show, so I don't know when he's going to show up. So you're not going through like physical therapy and rehab or anything right now. You're doing okay. Uh, you know, I'm okay. I, I went home that night, uh, took an Epsom salt bath. Uh, I had a chiropractor check me out. He said that I was okay, uh, but I need to lose some weight. And I don't think that was his his place to say it, but uh, I know that he said that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, man. I can't wait to see you on the 13th of January. Did I get that date right? Yes, I did. Yep. But I uh, <laughs> just, you know, sometimes. But uh, can't wait to see you there, man. And uh, by the way, in the last podcast opening, my wife says, you're a man that can rock a kilt. Hey, thank you. That's that's good news. I got married in a kilt. So. Nice, nice, man. But anyway, uh, we'll see you on the 13th. And uh, Max, good luck to you. Go say hi to your wife and uh, have a good night, brother. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lyle. Hey, man, this is the L-Train. We're back for another edition. We're going to talk a little ECCW this week. And a uh, big card coming up on... Uh, January 11th and 12th, Ballroom Brawl, 11. And uh, I get the uh, honor, once again, to talk to Scotty Mack. Man, Scotty, how's it going? Better than I deserve. How are you? Dude, I'm doing fabulous, man. Uh, Just after the holidays, it's uh, Friday night, got the two-day weekend, had to go back to work for one day, and then another day off for the New Year's. I get to watch the Washington Huskies play in the Rose Bowl for the first time since 2000. And uh, my stuff's going great. How's it going for Ooh. you? How was the Christmas holiday for you and uh, and your amazing friend? <laughs> uh, we had a great Christmas. Uh, as you mentioned, I do have a special guest with us on the show tonight. I brought my lovely wife, the patron saint of filth, Christine Von Eer. He's here beside me. Hey, what's up? Christina, thank you very much for coming on with uh, Scotty tonight. Like I said uh, before we hit the button here, honor, pleasure to actually talk to the first ever Defy Tacoma Cup champion. Thank you. <laughs> and the first Global Force Women's champion. Yeah, don't forget that. <laughs> I, I apologize for not bringing that up myself. Sometimes <laughs> I don't do my complete research sometime, but congratulations to you for that. And uh, where is that Tacoma Cup? Is that sitting on the mantle these days? Uh, you it were the first and ever. Yeah, no, I can, I can see it right now. It's it is covered in blue and black boas. Does Scotty have it in his hand right now? Um, you know, I, 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 he wishes he did. I had to take it out of his hand. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I told uh, Scotty the first time we talked how much I loved that when, uh, you know, when you won it yourself. But then yeah. Scotty grabbed it in his hand. He was jumping up and down. You didn't get to hold it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we we had a we had a great time. That was a, a really good time. I don't know if I mentioned it the first time. It was kind of inspired by uh, uh, Owen Hart uh, when when uh, 
Davy Davy Boy Smith uh, beat him in the finals of that European title tournament in, in Germany, I believe it was. So, uh, if you get the chance, take a look at that match and and how Owen acts uh, after after the match when Davy wins the European title. It's it's pretty funny. That's <laughs> that was my inspiration. Oh, you might have mentioned that in the first show, but I'm glad you mentioned it again because like, well, whoever's what... listening, go watch that match. It's it's worth it. That's for sure. Yeah, you should be able to check it out on uh, Defy on Demand or uh, PowerSlam TV and uh, any of those type things. And uh, Christina, did you ever get a little pissed off that you couldn't, you know, get a hold of the cup yourself? Your man's jumping up and down with it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think um, I think he represents me well and. Uh, he was he was holding it the way I would have held it. So <laughs> plus he let me he, he let me hold it after. <laughs> we we share we share everything. There's uh, uh, I, I let her hold it for a few minutes later on in the night. Yep. <laughs> kind of in in private, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, that was you know of angles you see at independent shows and stuff. I I really loved it. So congratulations to you guys for that. And uh, again, thanks for coming on tonight and giving your uh, free time to us. And uh, speaking of wrestling couples, you know, there's been some great wrestling couples in the history of wrestling. You know, we've had you know recently Mundo and uh, Taya on Lucha Underground, Triple yeah. H and Stephanie. Macho Man Elizabeth, how do you rate yourself, married well, couple wise, compared number, to all those? We're Go number ahead. one. We're number one because if I'm not mistaken, we're the only we're the only tag team in the history of wrestling to get married to each other. We're to, sorry, tag team champions in the history of wrestling. There you go. There you and go. I, I still have had someone. I've, I've haven't had anybody dispute that. So I think we're the only tag team champions that uh, were, were ever. Uh, ever married each other while they were champions so that's pretty cool that puts us at number one i think yeah I think. plus what do you expect a couple of wrestlers to say when you ask them if where where they're ranked <laughs> they're always going to say number one well you're probably right but i always still like to hear it though like speaking of if it was you two against taya and mundo how would the hell would that end uh, they're, they're super cool. I've known I've known Taya a long time since since she graduated from uh, the Storm Wrestling Academy. I think ECCW was one of the first companies she worked for, and um, I, I met uh, Mundo at Defy that one time. He he seems like a cool dude. <laughs> Actually, we're in a movie together as well. We weren't we weren't there shooting on the same day. But we're both in a movie called uh, Russell Madness. It was by the the makers of Air Bud. <laughs> And uh, it's about this little Jack Russell Terrier that, that becomes a wrestler or something. <laughs> and uh, I didn't watch the whole movie. I just watched my part. But, uh, uh, yeah, we're both in that. I think uh, one of the Singh brothers from WWE, he was in it with us, too. And um, uh, But, yeah, besides that, I haven't had a whole lot of interaction with Mundo. But Taya, I know quite well, and, and uh, I'm sure it'd be a hell of a match. Oh, I'm sure it would be, too. I, you know... I'd pull for you guys, though, man. The local, the local scene, you know, just really grabs me, and I think uh, you guys would outclass them and at least out heal them. Well, it's not <laughs> out of the question. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll bring them to CCW. Who knows? Oh man, thanks for like talking about that. It's just fun stuff, you know, from from my end. And uh, you know, I had asked you where you uh, came for, came from, and your love. And uh, Christina, if you don't yes. mind me asking. Where did you uh, start getting your love for wrestling back in the day? Not that you've had a long day. You seem, you know, 
You've, how long well, you been doing this? Well, um, I guess I'm coming up on 14 years. Um, you started young. Yeah, I started uh, when I was about 15 years old. Um, I started watching wrestling um, on a cable access channel. It wasn't professional wrestling. It was some backyard wrestling called <laughs> TWF, which actually they've graduated and evolved into quite the company today. Um, so I started becoming a fan by watching that. It was on after Jenny Jones late night TV. Just, <laughs> you know, I'm the patron saint of filth, you know. So, um, but uh, then I, I actually got really um, into the punk rock scene in Sacramento, California. Uh, the band called The Secretions, the drummer of the band, Danny Secretion, he invited me to one of his wrestling shows where he wrestled as El Flaco Loco. And um, I just thought it was really cool. So I started going to the shows, and um, there was one girl on the show, Cassie Summers. And her mom approached me when I went to go buy a hot dog. And she said, <laughs> hey, oh, you're, you're Flacco's friend. Well, why don't you... Why don't you come and come down and train? And I'm like, that. Uh, all right, cool. I'm 15. Let's do it. So I um, I started huh. training with Supreme Pro Wrestling in Sacramento, California, with uh, Big Ugly JD Bishop, um, Sir Samurai, CJ Curse, and uh, Old School Oliver John. So um, those are my trainers. Uh, also, Bao Nguyen, who's in WWE now, is a referee. Um, yeah, so that's that's where I started. Sacramento, just a kid. At 15 years old. So how did that work out? You walk into training. 15-year-old girl. Is there other people that are your age, or is everyone else? Well, older? actually, um, it, it, Cassie Summers was, I think she's just a year older than me. And then we had this other girl, Katie, she, and they both became two of my very best friends. And, um, we all started training together. We were, you know, the whole class was pretty young. Um, but I was, I, besides, I think Katie and I were definitely the youngest. Um, but yeah, my, my parents were always really supportive of everything. Um, I started training mm -hmm. at SPW and then I moved on to brawl wrestling, which I started training with the suburban commandos at the time now known as the stoner brothers <laughs> running a school called stoner U down in Oakland, um, joint with hood slam, which if you haven't checked out hood slam, you most definitely need to, you can check them um, out on Twitch by the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. See, you know. You tell know what's up. Tell when are you going to be there? Um, I'm actually going to be at Hood Slam on February 2nd. Um, you can find all the information for Hood Slam at birdswillfall.com. And uh, uh, there's a new thing where Hood Slam runs every Friday now. So if you're bored on Fridays, you're not going to be anymore because there's a show <laughs> every Friday. But um, along with uh, the Stoner Brothers, um, at the time, uh, he was called Pogo the Clown. But now he's Coach Nugs. You know all about that, I'm sure. I have an idea, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> yep, that's that's my roots right there. So, started at 15. When did you get your first uh, match going on? Like, did you have to wait a little bit because of your age? Or did you get on a card somewhere? Or? Well, um, I didn't grow up as a wrestling fan. So, it actually took me a while to learn just 
the basics of wrestling. Um, I probably trained for about a year and a half before I had my first match. And um, I, of course, was under a mask. I was a mini gimp. Um, (laughs) They let me have the zipper of my mouth undone, thankfully, so I could breathe. But, um, yeah, I was called Luchadora the Explorer. And my very first match was at Brawl Wrestling at the Lucha Billy Car Show outside. And I won the Battle Royal. I took out the big gimp, (laughs) Reverend Otis the Gimp. Otis the Gimp? You took out Otis. Yeah, I was his mini. You're the mini Otis, mini me Otis. Yeah. (laughs) He brought his sheep. Oh my gosh, that just kills me. (laughs) (laughs) So, where did you go from there? How did you get from destroying Otis the Gimp all the way to global? Well, um... I'm sure that's a long, like, question, (laughs) but you can kind of break it down the way you'd like to. Well, I got my first, um, I guess you would say, like, big push from the alternative wrestling show, um, Bart is the, the owner of AWS and he gave me the opportunity to wrestle like Sarah Del Rey, Candice LeRae, a bunch of other well-known girls. And, um, so that took me down to LA a lot. So I would travel by myself on the Amtrak train cause that's safe at 16. <laughs> um, now were you from Canada? No, I'm from Sacramento, California. Sacramento. You said that earlier. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I just just so, think in Canada for some reason. Well, it, I'm in Canada now, so that's don't probably feel what bad. it is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, and uh, working for AWS really opened a lot of doors for me. From there, I started working for PWG, um, which mm-hmm. was just absolutely amazing. Like I love pro wrestling gorilla. The fans there are completely insane and awesome. And um, that opened the door for me to uh, go to AAA in Mexico. So I spent a lot of time in Mexico um, training and on TV there learning how to wrestle lucha and all that. And um, I guess uh, from there, I went to Shimmer. Hmm. And um, just... I I got the most amazing matches to start off with at Shimmer. Like, my first match was against Sarah Del Rey. Second match was against Sarah Del Rey. Third was against Mercedes Martinez. (laughs) It was just, like, a string of amazing girls to work with. And um, then uh, I got to go to Japan, uh, work for Stardom. Mm. And that was just so cool because um, I was one of the first girls to to go over there and work for stardom there's lots and lots of amazing talent working there now but um it was really cool to be one of the first and uh i got to go over there and just like rock the mohawk and <laughs> just be filthy punk rock christina von Eri, and it was awesome how were the um, not to interrupt too much but here but how were the trips there you know there was flights and there was probably buses and whatever you had to do to get to the different shows. And how was that? Um, the flight to Japan was the longest flight that I've ever been on. <laughs> um, but they give you free booze, so it was totally oh, well. cool. It, it, yeah. Now, now we're on the yeah. same page. 
Yeah. And just so you know, don't ever try to take a ham sandwich off the plane because the freaking <laughs> security at the airport will get you for that. You're not supposed to take any meat products over the board, border or whatever. So as um, a wrestler, you got a ham sandwich in your bag. Yeah. But you can't bring that into Japan from wherever you're flying in from. Yeah, they asked me if I had any meat products, and I said no because I forgot it was in my bag. Uh-oh. And now I have a strike. I have a freaking strike. You have a strike in Japan. Oh, my gosh. It It's it's just for flying in general. Like, if I ever bring another ham sandwich across the border, <laughs> I'm screwed. Hashtag illegal ham yeah. sandwich, right? Yeah, don't do that shit. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So heading to Japan, how how was the the wrestling there? By the way, was it um, hard hitting like we see on you know Japan on Access and all that kind of stuff? And yeah, yeah, and um, it it was it was uh, it was hardcore. It was really good. There was um, some girls that just tore it up, and I I was amazed at like how young some of the girls were that that were training. And they're just so good. And we would um, we would shoot with each other during practice. And like I, I actually loved the way that we practiced because it was so structured and just everyone was doing their very best. Like you couldn't look at the person next to you and and like think that they were being lazy because they weren't. You were just trying to outdo the person next to you, and it was really awesome. And I love that about training there. So where'd it go from Japan? Um, from Japan, I actually got to, I got to go work for Soraya Knight's company, Bellatrix in England. And that was freaking awesome. She's totally amazing and definitely one of my mentors. Um, I, I loved going to England. I've only been there once, but it was definitely one of the funnest times. Um, they call me one punch, uh, has nothing to do with wrestling. Is there a story there that you can continue or is that just, we're going to end it right there on that kind of story? Um, well, everyone went out after the show. We went (laughs) to like this strip club. Don't ask me why I was just going along with it. Right. Right. And, um, this guy came, came up to me and kept screwing with my mohawk. He kept coming up and like flicking his hands, like making it go down and come back up. I felt stupid. It looked stupid. It was stupid. Don't touch someone else's hair. Yeah, don't touch my hair, bro. Oh, it, it definitely wasn't Scotty then, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, um, I I just punched him. It's an old one, one punch. punch. Down. Down he went. I was wearing rings, but I don't care. Fuck him. Dude, good for you. Don't touch your mohawk. Yeah, don't. Well, maybe not your mohawk. Maybe don't touch Christina. Unless you want to get your ass beat. Yeah, but the, that's the thing. I don't even have to do anything. She could probably beat most guys' asses anyway. So it's <laughs> all good. She can take care of herself. <laughs> See, that's completely awesome. I think that way of my wife also. We're not wrestlers. But I think if, you know, someone like stepped up on us, she would just yeah. rock them and I'd be like, <laughs> you dumbass. You don't, have to, you don't have to be a wrestler. You just got to be able to grab the, the closest heavy object next to you and just swing it. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> I'm going to make my wife listen to that. That is incredible self-defense, <laughs> you know, advice right there. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, when did Global start for you? Or, you know, Global or 
impact. I, I don't even know what to call it sometimes. It's all kind of twisted in together, isn't it? Yeah, the first time was TNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I saw, <laughs> just to interrupt you real quick there, I did see I could look you up on, you know, Wikipedia, but I didn't because I just wanted to get the real facts. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, you might get some more facts off Wikipedia considering that my memory is probably uh, shot now. <laughs> is that from, you know, the landings on the head or is that just from, you know, a variety of things? A variety of other things, like he was saying. <laughs> all, sor- all sorts yeah. of all sorts of, of things have contributed to our memory loss, but um Indeed. But uh away she goes. That, that's what Wikipedia is for, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, it's funny because I actually didn't, I totally forgot. Um, right after AAA, um, I went to TNA. <laughs> and I was there for a little bit. And then the story continued. Um, so, as far as Global Force. Um, that was after Paraguay. Yeah. So, the Global Force yeah. was the one Jeff Jarrett started himself, correct? Yes, yes. And um, right before that, um, I was in Paraguay, and um, that's where I met Scotty. And uh, it's funny because he was there for five months. I was there for five weeks. And Luchando. Yep, it was for a company called Luchando. We actually brought wrestling to Paraguay. So it was really cool. And um, it was really cool that I got to meet the hot guy in my favorite movie. <laughs> I was in a movie called Kayfabe and um, uh, check it out. If you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a mockumentary. It's called Kayfabe, the movie. Um, it's you, there's, there's a few guys from around the Pacific Northwest that you'll recognize in it. Um, but Dropkick it, Murphy's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. The lady's <laughs> choice, the rocket, Randy Tyler. Where, where can um, you see that? Uh, Netflix, Amazon, YouTube. I think it's actually on the whole thing's on YouTube now. So it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. It's it, like legit, my favorite movie. It's, it's so fucking funny. It's like The Office, <laughs> but but wrestling. Um, oh, that's great. so. Yeah, so uh, Christina, Christina knew who I was uh, well before she met me, and then I knew who she was. Um, as well, because you know, I kept up on 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 wrestling and and uh, women's wrestlers and things, and um, so yeah, it worked out well. She she arrived in Paraguay. I'd already been there for about four months, and um, we were really pretty much inseparable since since that first day. And um, and then it was when you got back from Paraguay that uh, Global Force happened. Yes. Yes. And. Uh, and then, uh, and then a little bit uh, with impact uh, at the beginning of that, and unfortunately, circumstances where you it was it was you and and the scum, um, the Reno scum, and and uh, you guys were supposed to be doing something with LAX, is that right? Yeah. And then and then Adam Thornstow got injured, yeah. which and then, uh, um, but yeah, and then they kind of moved on from that. But the way she goes, and and who knows what the future holds. It was you know, it was lots of good experiences and, and we'll see what happens in 2019. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I was just going to ask, you know, you know, what's on the horizon for you, what you've been kind of could be nothing. I got to retire. Well, that's exactly. I w- we were going to get to that. So I even brought, put in my little notes here. Maybe this is a stupid fucking question because it could be all over. This might be it. This might be the last podcast we ever do. Cause after this, we won't have anything to talk about. 
Well, uh, but what? no, it's you know what? Um, uh, it's it's Jason Sullivan uh, and myself on on night two of Ballroom Brawl, uh, eleven uh, January twelfth at the Commodore Ballroom. Um, that's ECCW our, our our biggest shows of the year are at the Commodore every January and July, and this is the first time that we're um, we're doing two nights in a row because we sell out every time. We sell on it in advance, we, and and so it's you know it's time to make it even bigger. So we we brought in more names and and uh, um, uh, you know from from out of town, and uh, we're gonna do two nights Friday and Saturday night. And uh, uh, as far as me personally, um, what Christina and I are doing uh, Friday night, there will be a tag team match. Um, uh, the, all the participants yet to be determined, but um, if if we don't win that tag match on the first night, then in my match with Jason Sullivan the second night, uh, Christina's career is on the line as well. So, so, um, so that was in the negotiations between you, uh, your two well, camps. That that's right. Because w- what happened was is is uh, Jason Sullivan and I we go way back and we've we've had our share of battles in Canada and the U.S. and then um, and Paraguay. Well, yeah, I was well, going to ask you the backstory between uh, you two. You know, well, this this you this the thing. dirty rotten scoundrel in Paraguay. Me or Sullivan? Sullivan. <laughs> well, okay. well, both of you actually it's, filthy, dirty. <laughs> no, <meals>. it's it's <laughs> uh, it, it was uh, it was an interesting time. It was it was really it was the it was the best time of my life, but. Um, we didn't end up getting a second season over there, and and uh, Sullivan and and uh, and his boss Don Chaco they hold me responsible, and and I hold Don Chaco responsible, and uh, you know there's a, a couple of really really interesting uh, podcasts following um, uh, that time in Paraguay that that, that uh, Danny Duggan did. He's a guy from Winnipeg, really talented wrestler uh, and promoter that that. Uh, he runs Canada's wrestling elite out of uh, at Winnipeg, Manitoba. And so he had, uh, he had Don Chaco and, and uh, Jason Sullivan on his show um, after Paraguay. And, and they had quite the, uh, the harsh words for me. And, and uh, there's a whole, whole lot of truth uh, in that podcast. And so I responded with uh, one of my own and, uh, uh there was a lot of lot of shooting on each other, and and uh, and so we've uh, we've brought that we've brought that to ECCW, and and um, that's where the whole retirement match came from. Um, both Sullivan and myself, you know, we're 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 getting on in in the years, and we've had our our share of of injuries, and and uh, and things have taken their toll on our bodies, and and. Uh, uh, we're both uh, worse for wear, and and I think both wondering how much longer are we going to do this, and and then so uh, uh, here we are. It, it, I mean, if if it's going to be one of our one of us, it's it's going to be our last match, and and um, we've had our share of, of heated words, but uh, if we're going to go out, um, both are both of us are are uh, we couldn't think of a better guy to uh to have our last match with and that goes for both of us so not only is his career on the line too 
beside you? Yeah, it's, it's his. It's his versus mine, and and then uh, possibly Christina's. All right, with the um, tag team match on the first night. Gotcha. That's that's right. So, uh, um, I mean, if so, I mean, I do have a, I, I have a booking on um, February eighth in Vancouver at, <laughs> at uh, the rickshaw. It's called Dropkick two thousand ninety nine, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully, I'm able to 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 fulfill my obligation there uh if if well, if i lose <laughs> on at ballroom brawl um and and christina as well she's got uh like like you said hood slam on february 2nd but um um if you guys lose it, that might be problems well, man you could, could get sued could, could, for contract and you know could, could be all it could be all yeah, we're gonna lose some friends if we can't make it to these shows that's for sure. <laughs> you're gonna lose your we connections can't, we can't afford to lose any more friends <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> oh my gosh man it, it, it sounds like an incredible time i wish i could be up there we are working on our uh enhanced licenses because we do are going to be doing some traveling this year so uh well, you'd, I'd, you're welcome. I might have put out this invite before, but if you do come up, you're welcome to be my guest at, at Ballroom Brawl. If you if you come on up, and uh, uh, you won't regret it. It's it's really uh, it's as good as it gets. As I tell everybody around around here, you, I'll put I'll put our night of uh, entertainment up against anything in the city. It's uh, um, Ballroom Brawl every every time at the Commodore is just just the best energy level at eleven. Well, I've seen some of your uh, you guys' on-demand stuff, and it, it's incredible, and uh, I enjoy it a lot. And, uh, you know, let's just kind of go over your just car just real quick here. You sent me some stuff here over on the old internet here. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, the cards. The card's been uh, changed actually a few times. It's, it's difficult. <laughs> There's a lot of, whether it be the ROH signings yep. or, or um, uh, yeah, but... Uh, but I think what I sent you is is accurate, so you go ahead. Well, needless to say, we're going to turn it up to 11 for Ballroom Brawl 11. That was badass. <laughs> I might have to just kind of just hook that a little bit of my recordings and play that over and over through the, the, the thing every few minutes. That's fine. A little uh, plug, if you will. But day one, it's two days, by the way, if people didn't know. If I didn't mention it or you didn't mention it before, two days. So you're getting two days of greatness from ECCW. Um, day one is on the uh, January 11th, the 19th, Commodore Ballroom. And I see a match here. I think this is one of the changes, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But now it's Flamita versus Ray Horace. That's right. That sounds like an incredible match. Is, or a match, excuse me. Yeah, that's that's that that's what we got. It uh, uh, that's night one. Night one, and let's see. Sorry, I just lost my little feed here. <laughs> Dude, lots of stuff going on this night. Eddie Osborne, B Boy, coming to making uh, tripped up to ECW, ECCW. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Osborne defending his Canadian Championship. And you then- know B Boy quite well. Yeah, of course I do. It's it's always cool to have like some some Cali family up here in Canada. Um, I've had two really awesome matches with B Boy. You can check those out. Yeah, on check YouTube. those out. The killer um, matches. Those. those yeah, both, the those the first working. match that I had with him for Sabotage Wrestling was just 
fucking awesome. Like yeah. I have to say it was, it was <laughs> one of the funnest matches that I've ever had. And I uh, busted out a Canadian destroyer in there. Just saying Scotty. <laughs> the Canadian destroyer. Yeah. And then moving on ECCW tag team championship. Is it a TLC? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, here? it is. That's right. That's right. Got the wise men, the Varos twins, bird and King and uh legacy and beef. Yeah, beef boy. Yeah, that's it's a, a lot of talent in that match. Keep an eye on those Voros twins. Uh, um, They're tricky ex- bastards. Except ex- expect big things out of those guys uh, in 2019. Um, uh, Andy the Dreadful Bird and King of the Yukon. Um, uh, two of my favorites. Uh, the Wise Men have been doing great things uh, with Billy Swade, Tony Baroni, and and uh, Travis. They're very, very talented. And then uh, up and coming Nathan Legacy and uh, Beef Boy. Um, so, so who knows? And uh, and the winner of that uh, goes on to night two uh, to defend those tag team titles. That's awesome. I'm going to be pulling for the Varos twins, man. I like those guys. I've seen them live a couple times uh, in various promotions and uh, really, really enjoy those guys. Yeah, they're working hard. They've got a bright future. Oh, my gosh. I just flipped onto this one. ECCW Women's Championship match. Nicole Matthews. And Nicole, is it Savory? Nicole Savoy. Savoy. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Let's cut that. Hold on. Nicole Matthews versus Nicole Savoy. That's right. And Nicole Savoy is uh, another um, California family of mine. Um, She actually started in Sacramento, California as well. So um, it's really cool to see how much she's grown over over the past few years. They're both uh, uh, shimmer champs, right? Indeed. Mm. We uh, miss Nicole down here uh, in Washington. Uh, she is one of our uh, favorites, and I can't wait to see her again sometime. And uh, I'm pulling for her, man. She kicks ass. Wait, which Nicole are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone will have to wait and see, I guess. There you go. <laughs> and then the ECCW Championship match, man. The challenger, who is the Defy champion, Taking yeah. on the ECCW champion. Who is it, guys? El Phantasmo. He's been uh, doing great <laughs> things uh, over in England. Uh, we're very, very proud of him. Um, El Phantasmo is uh, easily one of ECCW's greatest exports and um, really stoked to have him back. And, and uh, uh, he's one of my favorites. And um, uh, that match, uh, worth the price of admission alone. Yeah, it should be. I was at the uh, match where Artemis uh, took out Swerve. Yeah. Oh, right on. That had, must have been a hell of a match. Yeah, those two. Did you know <laughs> former tag former tag team partners? Uh, I didn't Spencer know that. Yeah, they were the masked dudes of doom. <laughs> where was that at? ECCW. Both and of them. ECCW. Uh, they, yeah, they started with ECCW. And Dodd. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you for that little tidbit on here. For sure. But uh, let's see here. And then we go into the uh, second night. Uh, well, the first thing that pops up when I hit this is uh, this guy named Scotty Mack taking on uh, Jason Sullivan yeah, for it could careers. That's going to be it for one of us, Jason Sullivan or myself. That might be all. might be it for Christina Von Uri and myself, and we're going to go buy a cattle farm in Paraguay. 
Christina, how did you feel when you found out your career was on the line? Ah, she trusts me. She knows I got. She knows. There's not a chance. Not a chance that I'm that no no. Besides, I, we're gonna, I, we're, I, we're gonna I, win the first night anyways. The there, the there's no way. There's the no way that that uh, my husband would let me down. No, I don't let her. Know. I don't. I. It's, not how it's this works. just. It's mind blowing to even think that anyone would consider that that no, would be a, a thing. Not a it's not a thing. Nope. I don't believe it for one second. Bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's what they say, right? That's right. <laughs> well, I apologize for even going there then. Because just listening to you guys, you're just doing your job. I'm I'm trying to do my job as a right. uh, not really a broadcast journalist, but just you know a podcast <laughs> guy having a good time and a talking to good people. Journalist. Yeah, podcast journalist. Thank you. <laughs> there you go, dude. Eddie Osborne versus Autumn Spencer versus Ray Horace versus Flamita on night two. Who knows what to expect from that? I I I, I think Eddie Osborne's gonna all throw all three of those guys around. God damn, that's a hell of a match. That's that might just be too much action for people. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's gonna be a hell of a match. That's for sure. <laughs> Bring him a little break after that, and then uh, oh my god, this match: Bishop, Tony Baroni, Ravenous Randy, and Darby Allen. That's some crazy yeah. ass shit, dude. The crazy ass shit is right, <laughs> dude. You're gonna. You're gonna wear these people out in the in the in the Commodore Ballroom, man. This Let's is just we, every drain time. their adrenal glands. We do, we do every time, every time. <laughs> the, the, and it's the place doesn't stop. It's just it's it's crazy. They're gonna be in them. bed for the next few days after these shows. Oh, come Sunday, my God! People are just gonna be laid out. You know, they're gonna be hurting on the planes going home from this show in their cars driving back to the US or wherever it might be. But man, this is another one of those matches that looks uh like it's just worth the price of admission. Darby Allen and Ravis yep. Randy. Yeah. Tony. Man. I mean, god damn. Yeah, pulling out all the stops for eleven. <laughs> oh god damn. And then here it is, uh eight man tag. Owen Fergie reloaded. Shreds. Steve West is in there. Oh, my God. And then, uh, oh, my God, I'm having a hard time seeing it here. And, and, Icarus and Ladies' Choice. Yeah, Icarus and the and the, and the the man with the plan and the golden ten. And he's going to be walking out those double doors with your girlfriend, the Ladies' <laughs> Choice. <laughs> Bar and brawl. Steve West, one of my local favorites. Love I that love that guy. Steve West. I can't. I can't. I love that guy. Yeah, for sure. I'm not usually the guy chanting "fuck Steve West," but enjoy him very much. I, I, yeah, incredible. I'm more on the simply the best side of things. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell us about the uh, ECCW Women's Championship match that night. Yeah, Nicole Matthews and uh, Rayvon Slasher. Is, is as long as uh, Nicole gets out with the title on night one. And uh, Riavon Slasher's uh, <clears throat> from Vancouver Island, uh, very talented, uh, very powerful. And uh, you've had you've had a couple uh, run-ins with her, haven't you? I have. She's mm. uh, she's definitely one to rip you to shreds. That's for sure. God damn! And then uh, I see uh, actually, God, misspoke right there. Ashley, Ashley six, six and Thank Cat you. Power. They're going to be in action. 
yeah, new tag team, and uh, if I'm not, I think they got the the winners of of uh, that TLC match from night one. So whoever makes it through that TLC match is the champs. They got to defend against Ashley Six and and Cat Power. Couple of psychos right there, so it's going to be entertaining. Man, I'm wore out just talking about this two night card, and then there's a final match right for another ECCW championship. Yeah, you know what? It was supposed to be El Phantasmo and Brian Cage, and unfortunately, TNA has um, uh, they they took they they took Brian Cage off the show. I, I I'm not sure exactly the the circumstances, but Brian Cage wanted to be here and, and had uh, to have his his rubber match with with LP. Um, they've had they've had two. I think they got one apiece, and then and then this was going to be the third one. Um, uh, I could be wrong, but this is gonna. It was supposed to be the third one, and and uh, unfortunately, Brian Cage can't be here. So uh, instead, we are going to have um, from the elite uh, <laughs> Kazarian. Kazarian making an appearance up there in yeah, ECC yeah. Dub. So hey, man, uh, where do people? Is there tickets left to even get into this place at all? There's there's still tickets left at Ticketmaster, so. Uh, visit Ticketmaster, get your tickets before they go because we do sell out every time. Uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to be an energy level uh, like uh, like never before. Uh, two nights in a row. Um, if uh, people want uh, more information, go to eccw.com or check out our Facebook page at eccw or follow us on Twitter at eccw. And uh, one more match to be announced, which is the, the tag match for the first night. And... Um, uh, we got a big year coming up. We got uh, a couple new venues in the Vancouver area, and um, really, really stoked. It's the ECCW just gets better and better all the time. Well, I hope you guys uh, go over in that match because I'd hate to see you and Christina just be sent out to pasture. Well, I mean, even if we win the first night, and then at least, and I, if I if I lose the second night, at least Christina can still wrestle. Maybe I maybe I can be her manager. <laughs> or or uh, slash valet, um, and uh, I would make him wear the sluttiest outfits. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, remember that, Scotty. Slutty uh, outfits coming for you if you don't get the right things done, right? I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, speaking of uh, your shows, you know I'm a big fan of PowerSlam TV. Some of your stuff's up on there. Maybe your most recent stuff isn't up on there. What's the best way to kind of follow your guys' uh, video oh, on demand library? Pivot Share. Check this out on Pivot Share. Pivot Share. Um, yeah, this, uh, I think we got like all the ballroom brawls up there. We've got a lot of lot of uh, uh, big stars have come through here. We had uh, Matt Riddle recently. He was just. Uh, on that MSG show for WWE, um, mm-hmm. you can check out Kyle O'Reilly uh, from uh, the Undisputed Era on there on on some of our ballroom brawls and uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, who else do we got? We got lots of uh, mm-hmm. uh, lots of the hottest stars in the Indies that we've we've managed to get uh, uh, through here in our, on our ballroom brawl shows so check uh-huh. us out on pivot share a lot of really really great action every every ballroom brawl has been a kill we had a great one with uh us and joey ryan there nice um as joey ryan and nicole matthews against christina and myself and uh <laughs> um 
that was a lot of fun. The Vancouver Athletics uh, Commission tries to get involved, and they weren't going to let uh, Joey do his, uh, you know, his special suplex that he does. Oh, no. Yeah, so, it, you know, it, uh, but but let's just say everybody's happy in the end. I can't look at lollipops anymore without <laughs> feeling weird. Yeah. Great and thing about Joey. Away. Great thing get about away from my mouth. Oh, gosh. Or, or if you just, you know what, if you just want to wa- if you just want to relive that wonderful night that Christina and I got married, uh, it's really, go. it's a wedding like, like no one else. And, uh, um, the, yeah, the, the, the funny thing was the the fans in, in attendance there when, when Christina said, I do, um, she got a, you fucked up chant. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back relive that uh yeah, check it out. pretty soon we'll also get that uh fans bring the uh, weapons match didn't you guys recently have one of those yeah i've had i've had a few <clears throat> i've had a few and those are always a good time <laughs> um and uh yeah that's the fans bring the weapons matches they're always brutal they're always a good time we i think there's we got some of those we got no disqualification matches we got all sorts of stuff all right, man. We'll all uh, check it out, and uh, we'll drop this podcast. Uh, this is uh, going to drop on uh, January the seventh, just days before ECC Dub. So, uh, dude, I just want to thank you, Christina. Thank you very much for coming on, giving us a little input on Christina tonight and ECC Dub. And uh, hope you guys have a great New Year. Right on. Like I said, anytime, anytime you want to come up, you're you're welcome to be my guest at Ballroom Brawl. I appreciate that, man. I'll let you know if I can uh, talk the missus into uh, getting us on up there. Cool, man. All right. Have a good night. You too. <laughs>